Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 28th of February. It's just gone seven o'clock here on the top floor of RF Towers, Mayo's tallest fictional building. It's been another great week for Mayo football. Still undefeated under the guidance of Kevin McStay. Positivity meters going through the roof. Even myself and Enda can't even get something negative to say after a Mayo match now. So things are definitely not the usual standard uh, Mayo rants and... Today is going to be no different. We'll have a quick look back later on after with the Kerry or the Tyrone match. And then we'll go and we'll talk to none else than uh, Ross Commons, Shane Curran, a previous man that's been on the podcast. Uh, we'll get him in in a second. Enda, how are you? Great, Ref. You all excited? Are you still positive like you were the last night in the van? Yeah, pe- people are getting worried about me, Ref. I'm normally negative. But no. um, yeah, yeah. Uh, very excited for the weekend now, uh, getting the chance to keep the Rosie rising down. Hopefully it'll go a bit like the Carlo rising. <laughs> <laughs> that took a hit again the weekend. That was our bet of the week, of course. We told you to back lead from minus three. And I think, how much did the win by then, Enda? 13 or 14, I think, right? Yes. Uh, Filled our boots. Easy money. Easy. Paying for the wedding, as you said. Paying for the wedding. Yeah. Um. Yeah, looking forward to this weekend, Ref. I don't know how I'll be after the wedding. That's the only point, but hopefully we'll be able to make our way to the hide. Yeah, I won't be there now, but I'm sure you can uh, You can fly the flag. I don't think it's safe for me to go after the recent threats online from Roscommon fans, but that's for another thing. We'll bring in one. We'll bring in a well-known Roscommon name, Shane Curran. Shane, previous, mem- previous guest on the pod. How are you? Great to see you. You're looking well. Great to see you guys. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, great chat. Very, very important weekend. And... Uh... Pretty important couple of months coming up, actually. Now, the, the, the uh, sequence of the weekend is kind of, I suppose, the dessert before the main course uh, on the 9th of April. So um, let's see let's see what it brings. Two, two teams going very well at the moment. And, and um, yeah, uh, Mayo obviously um, flying high, scoring uh, incredibly uh, well in, in the league, playing incredible football, playing with a smile on their face, playing with great enthusiasm and... and one would have to say Roscommon are kind of mirroring that. Um, not notwithstanding the setback in, in, in Monaghan last week, but look, you're never going to win all the games. Um, I think Mayo are still undefeated. Uh, they have a couple of draws and a couple of wins. Uh, and they come to the hide, uh, I think, is the form team in the country and uh, many people's favourites to win the All-Ireland now. Were <laughs> <laughs> uh, you down in Kerry for a while, yeah, shit? Yeah. No, he must no, have, no, he no, must no, <laughs> I just I like to keep up with the Mio banter, you know, and, and, and uh, you know I, I find it. I, I actually, to be fair, I find it not only amusing, but I find it, um, you know, it, it's 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 very energetic, you know, that supporters can actually be so so wound up so early in the season and so so positive. About the, look, it's great. It, it's it's better than being, being negative, and and we we in Roscommon have are very positive about our team and our startup too. But I I, I think um, Mio's Mio's uh, start. Um, Probably is 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 uh, a, an example of things to come with to stick with that team that they have and, and certainly with their management. So um, they are in a different place. They are roaring favourites for Sunday. They are roaring favourites for the league. And uh, you know, I think most people's favourites now to win Sam Maguire. And look at um, isn't it better than being favourites to be relegated? That's the way the way I look at it. Yeah, and I suppose you'd be you'd be well uh, well documented on Twitter at your uh, you're a, a lifelong Arsenal fan, a gunner. 
um, between Roscommon flying in Division Division One and uh, were top last week. Arsenal on top this week. It's uh, it must be it must be a great time to be sitting down at the weekend. And to, no matter what you're turning on, things seem to be going okay for you. Well, the old Gunners, you see that old shirt on that the primrose and blue. That's the old, the old <laughs> Arsenal one, to be fair. It's the year I was born, 1971. We won the cup that year. Charlie George and I flattening back. And I think maybe this weekend, um, we'll, we'll lie flat on our backs for Mio. And, and on <laughs> Championship weekend, we let Mio lie flat for us. So um, we're, we're going to do me in maybe this weekend. But yeah, look at, um, yeah, no, I love the Gunners. Um, and and uh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, look at it, it's, it's great to see. Um, you know, did you watch the, did you watch the, uh, you obviously did the documentary the all or nothing funnily enough I have a little cameo in it <laughs> really uh, yeah yeah um, the, the Manchester City on the third I think third episode of the Manchester City game I was I actually happened to be at a very lucky uh, a very good friend of mine in, in London and my old man Kiwi O'Brien Kieran O'Brien maybe better known to you Brilliant Mayo supporter, um, Kiwi and I have tickets and, and uh, we swap them around and go to the games on a regular basis. So, yeah, um, but yeah, it was, it was brilliant. And look, to be honest about it, you know, I think a lot of even the modern management from the likes of Klopp and, and um, certainly now with Arteta, you can see it with, with Kevin McStay, uh, even though Kevin might might forgive me for saying he's a little bit older than both Arteta and Klopp, but uh, none, nonetheless energetic and enthusiastic. And and, and with uh, with Davey as well in Roscommon, the young guy starting out managing at inter-county level with good support around and great recruitment and the team is responding and the supporters are responding as well, which, which you know, it actually brings me back to my own time playing reading. I see the supporters on the pitch People have been engaged, you know, um, happy faces. The, 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 the players signing jerseys, which is brilliant in, in all the counties, to be fair. Um, we, we probably missed the other element, you know, of, of mixing in society in terms of going back to our local and that sort of stuff is gone. But um, it's nice to see the young kids getting out on the pitch and, you know, enjoying the, the county sods, but also enjoying the touching and 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 uh, the communicate with 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 the players who are who are great with their time to be fair from from all the counties and they all certainly and other and all lot of the lads uh, and Roscommon they've been, been been brilliant for for that in terms of 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 kind of, I suppose promoting the game because in many ways the players are now almost well they have to protect themselves because of social media and they have to be very careful about what they do and I, I, I find it a little bit saddening in some ways that they can't express themselves maybe as much as they'd like to but uh, certainly that part of it is, is really good Shane uh, uh, you've obviously had a link with Kevin McStay going back to the Bridget Stays um, there was rumours at times that you may be involved with Kevin in a Mayo setup, um, urban rumors they're the ones we love, they're the ones we spread. Was there ever a chance that you'd come in as a goalkeeping coach in one of his backroom teams in Mayo? Sorry, I, I lost you there, Inda. <laughs> I was just asking, was there ever a chance that you could have been involved with a Mayo team with Kevin McStay? Uh, no, uh, well, if I wasn't asked to be honest, um, but but no, it's not something I I've uh, any great interest in to be honest. Um, goalkeeping coaching, I think, is, is something different. I'm more more uh, into the performance myself, that, that element of of uh, of the coaching sphere. So, um, uh, Kevin, I think I, I don't know who he actually got in this is goalkeeping coach in the end. Gary um, 
Uh, yeah, actually, Gary, Gary from Dublin, a great lad. Actually, obviously, was involved with Dublin and, and, and with Stephen Cluxton and that over the years, and uh, has League of Ireland experience, soccer experience, and Gaelic experience. But uh, no, not something that um, that ever cropped up, uh, and not something that really I'm that interested in, to be honest. Did you? Um, I mentioned already about the All or Nothing, and I've talked about it a few times in a few previous episodes, and and you, you mentioned um, earlier on about how. The players have to protect themselves, and they have to cert- There's a certain gap now between you have to have that. You you know you, you can't be showing too much of what you're doing or whatever else. Do you do you um? And I've noticed you you have tweeted a good bit about coaching and whatever. Did you think it was a big? And I suppose what's common to an extent too with McStay of having that access in the dressing room. Do you think it's a bad thing or a good thing, or do you see any positives out of it? In terms of in terms of of players being accessible, and in terms of management's been accessible. I think it's I think it's a load of rubbish that they're not. Um, I think it's crazy the way um, some managements and the way, the way the way some people treat actually adults within within an adult setting. It, I, I think it's mad. You know, trying to trying to control and micromanage young people nowadays. Uh, the best managers don't do that. You know, they give them they give them huge freedom. And um, okay, I mean, I do feel in terms of Gaelic football, there's an awful lot of plods unfortunately around that you know if you go into a bar or a local pub or a local whatever you'll always have a nomadon somewhere that's going to going to going to take you to, to task on something and maybe a player or two here gets into into a bit of bother but by and large lads were always you know my time I know there was no social media or that but we always loved going for a chat afterwards and a pint and meeting supporters and having the crack now of course you've got to be different and I know when, when Kevin was with Roscommon he very much embraced the idea of families being involved with the players and they go back to the local hotel and they have a drink or two and, and all that type of thing. And I think that's great. And obviously, kept there was an all or nothing type of a scenario that was common, which I think Netflix are carrying next month. I'm really looking forward to it again, seeing it. And that's really what the game is about, you know. But you've got a lot of people with a lot of opinions. And really, a lot of the opinions aren't backed up with, uh, by any basis. In fact, it's just a lot of it's just petty jealousies really in, in many cases um and then they the use it as a stick to beat you if you're not if you're not uh successful but what what is success you know i often you know what is success for a scumman like you know for us staying in division one is is huge and it would be a huge achievement it would be actually similar to me all winning in all ireland and these are the type of things that we have to be able to put these into context in terms of what's expected. And I, look, I, I've written and I've, I've spoke about this. I think for me, probably the most successful team in the last 15 years in Ireland has been Mayo in many respects without, well, unfortunately, they haven't just put the put wire on, on, top of the, on top of the table. But does that mean to say that they weren't a good team? No, it doesn't. Does it mean to say that they weren't a successful team or the likes of Lee Keegan or, or lads that retired prior to him, Colin Boyle, all these ads? Uh, are worthy of the same mention of players of one of Ireland. Of course they are. And, and you know, it's similar in Roscommon. Like, we have lads like the Murtas and, and some more that have played very, that are top-class players, the Smiths, one could argue, Niall Daly, some others. You know, if they're in different counties, you know, there's different, their they're household names and they win all Ireland. But unfortunately, it's not it's not possible in, in, in all counties. But for some like me, it is possible. It is an attainable goal. For us, winning a con, a, a con of championship, Staying in Division One, and you know maybe win a national league if that's possible. We haven't won a national title since 1979 at Division One level. These are all things that are that are, are all relative and all very positive. And you know, look at last year. I, I know I'm, I'm managing and coaching in Westmead with a club called Colliery, and um, 
the shot in the arm that the Westmead got last year from uh, winning the Talton Cup was was it was, was brilliant, you know. And these things are all are all relative, you know. And and uh, how high is how high is the bar and ceiling for many counties? Uh, there's different glass ceilings for everybody, and and we gotta really suppose be, be uh, compensatory about that when we talk. And and um, you know, I'm I'm happy that Roscommon are doing really well. Uh, I think we could be the things we could be doing better. Surely, yeah. But um, maybe we'll, we'll learn the lessons from the past going into the future. And I think that's all you can do. Shane, um, Davy Burke and his new management team, what do you think they've changed? What are they doing different? Not having a go at Anthony Cunningham here, but what, what do you think they've brought different to Roscommon football since they've come in? Uh, well, look at you know, Anthony was there for three or four years. I think the, the, the general consensus was that it had gone stale near the end. Um, and in fairness, he'd done very well at the beginning, won a Connacht Championship at Neo and Galway for the first time in, in Donkey's years to win a, win a Connacht Championship over 20 years nearly. So I think Anthony done his job and, and then moved on, and that's fine. Um, I think what, what we have now, um, you know, you have an All-Ireland winner in the dressing room with Mark McHugh. And I think instantly that, that brings a little bit of gravitas to, to the coaching team. And luckily enough, Eddie Lohan is from the famous dynasty of, of Lohan um, coaching and playing for Trinity Nurse Jerry, <clears throat> Jerry and Stephen both played for the county and both coached and have been very, very uh, close to underage teams in Nurse So they know exactly what's going on. They know what's required. Uh, Eddie has, has the last steal to him, and um, I'm sure his input is, has, well, you know, his input has, has had a very positive effect there as well. So, you know, I think it's been good. It's given the shot in the arm. We've got six under 20s involved at the moment. That that was needed, I think, you know, over over the last couple of years. Some of the players, you couldn't really pick the team uh, from the 1st of December to the, the 1st of July, and it yeah. wasn't going to change, you know, unless there was, there was remarkable circumstances. So, um, you know, look at new managers, bring new ideas, and and that's the key to it. And it's not to say Anthony didn't do a good job; he did to a certain extent. And um, Davey's now coming in with his ideas. His recruitment has been really good in terms of of um, the people around the setup, and uh, we we you know the supporters have been very very good towards him as well. And um, I like the way he speaks. You know, he spoke against again after the Monaghan game. No BS is what it is. Um, we have to turn up every day if we're going to get results. We can't afford to be off. Whereas the likes of Mayo can have afford to have three or four players off. If you look at the bench, they can bring in four or five players at the same quality. Unfortunately, our depth um, isn't just there yet. Um, and that's something that we have to work on. Um, but we're getting there. And, and um, slowly but surely, staying in Division 1 will also help these players in, in the future. You know, So Davies done really well. Um, done really well. And I think the supporters are energised by what they see. It's um, I I actually was on the road today on the way back home from I was on the on the, on the way back home and I put on the podcast that we had you on. So just listen back to uh the, that episode in that time, and it was during the COVID. I think it was there was no people at games. There was no um, there was no real sense of it was. A, it seemed to be a funny time. Just listen back to the conversation, the language we were using about atmosphere at games and how it's kind of we're lucky to be out, we're lucky to watch in these games. One thing I picked up and you, you you mentioned it a few times. There was just there was a lot of things going on at Roscommon in the time. Uh, you seem a lot more positive now than you did back then. I I mentioned to you about fundraising how and you said look it, it it's it's good that they're making the, or fundraising the money, but let's see what they spend it on and let's see what they're doing in a year or two two's time. Um, 
has, has things improved structure wise? I know they have a new gym now. They have a fine setup of a new gym in Roscommon. They've one of the best playing surfaces in the country. They seem to have a one of the best young managers going. As you said yourself, a good backroom team. Things must be a lot better now. Well, you know, you have to. Ch- I'm, I'm, I'm a realist as well, not a fantasist. You, know, you have to kind of temper it about. You know, incremental gains are fine, um, but we also you always have to be looking to the future and how you can do things better. Um, and I think we need to, we still need to be looking at that. We're we're a long way off where the likes of Mio and Galway are. Now, look at we're also a lot smaller than Mio and Galway. Yeah. Um, can we fundraise? Like, I mean, of course we can fundraise. I mean, but a lot of fundraising, I think, is about energy, it's about people around it. And in fairness to us, common, um, Club Rossi have been very good at that. Maybe not that good about how the money has been spent. And that's the reality. And that's a critique. And you either like the critique or you don't like the critique, but it's actually factual. So it's based in no, 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 um, there's no terms of, of anything else around it. At the end yeah. of the day, if we want to, in, want to keep where we are, and I've always made this point, you invest in people, you don't invest in, 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 in infrastructure. Okay. You need infrastructure at a certain time and period, yes, but you've got to have people and good people. People that are involved in coaching, people who want to coach, people who have a vision for the future, that's what you should be investing in. If you're going to mirror what Mayo are at and what Galway are at, that's what they do. They invest in people, the right people, in the right places, that will test these people that are making the money. You know, they will test them to spend it correctly. They will ensure that it's spent correctly and not on some some projects that may not necessarily be 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 right at, at the particular time. And that is my critique of, of, of any county, not just my own. Um, I don't believe in all this um this in, in huge investment in massive big monoliths of of um development centers. No point of building the development centre if you don't put the people with the development centre. Do so Roscommon have, have a? Do have a, a, a? No, we no, yeah. we don't. We don't. We don't have. And and, and look, that's either that's a that's a whole other whole other whole other ball game. We could spend the whole show on that. But <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think we need to move towards a more municipal a more municipal type development. I made this point 10, 15 years ago. This isn't a critique that's just coming off the table now. We had an opportunity, and I think the GEA really need to stand up as well and invest, help the likes of the Roscommons, maybe the West Needs, the Offalies, to actually have municipal development instead of, of having development for the sake of development without putting anything with it. And th- that, you know, I, I'll always be a believer in that. Without people, you have nothing. And to reinforce the point, you see it in Mayo with the people involved. You see it in Galway with the people involved. Um hopefully we're beginning to see it in Roscommon um, I would hope that there's a, a structure uh, and a longevity and a plan I personally don't think that there is at the moment but th- that may change and, and I hope it does and and if it does everyone will be behind it absolutely you seem and, yeah, you seem you seem very consistent on that message and and from what I listened to today it's still the same it's still the, the investment in the in the in the right people and the right people do the right thing with the money then and and it's still that way. Um, it's, it's a pyramid structure. At the end of the day, finance looks after finance. Football looks after football, and and administration looks after administration. Unfortunately, what you have in many counties is you have the finance and the and the administration trying to actually look after the football. Football, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's mad. <laughs> I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. And yeah. and and we've had that in this country. And I never step away from that critique. 
Um, and just it's very hard. Up- it's very hard, though, Shane. I think, and, and, and we, myself and Endel have we've talked extensively, and I mean, I don't think we've talked to anything more than than the structures in these boards. But it's very hard to move people. It's very hard to move these voluntary positions at the Mandir for 10 years, 15 years. You move one fella, you upset another fella, he goes against you. You know the way that the GEA politics works. It's almost impossible to do any to make any change. But you don't have to move the people. You just have to get them to concentrate on the jobs that they're actually in. If that's um, the, yeah. And then that's that's the that's the key to it. If you, if you look at an actual if you look in Mayo, for example, they have, re- they have a really strong football side of it. I think it's really, Kieran Tilkenny from that lives here in Bridget's is actually over. So he runs that end of it and he runs the coaching end of it. And look at all the players that are involved, the ex-Mio players that are involved in coaching Mio football. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have Lee McHale actually overseeing it now with Kevin, which is even better. You know, what 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 bigger kind of a, you know personality could you have, a better personality could you have? And then all the, the ex-players that are under underneath Liam and, and others that, that have been in over the last number of years. I, I'm not going to name them off, but you know them yourselves. Um, it's, it's a very similar pathway in Galway. We we don't we, we don't have that just yet, and uh, notwithstanding the fact there's some lads doing really good work, yes, but it, it's like anything in life, you, you know, you have to have that knowledge, you have to have the experience, and you have to be able to back it up then with ingenuity, you have to be able to back it up with with coaching um, news, and if you have that um, over time, maybe then the likes of us, we can break that glass ceiling. You know, in terms, and we could maybe get maybe to an All Ireland semi final in time, or maybe even more. So you don't know. But but if you look at let's look at let's take Limerick for an example. You know they've done it. You know they've they're you never hear an administrator in Limerick. Who's the chairman of Limerick? Who's the chairman in Dublin? Yeah. For that for that matter, who's the chairman in Galway or, or Mayo? I don't know. You know, uh, and to be fair, like our chairman is a very standoffish guy. Brian Carroll is not a bad lad or anything. He's very good in terms of what he does. Um, but if, 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 if I'm honest about it, look at those counties. Look at what John Keeley runs hurling in, in, in Limerick. And the money is given in such a way that John Keeley has access to that and he understands how it needs to be spent. You know, and, and this is this is the key. I mean, he's trusted got, with the money. Sorry? He's trusted with the money. He's trusted with the money, absolutely, 100%. Or somebody that's involved in the hurling and, and they've put a programme in place. And I think that started many years ago with, with, with um, Anthony Daly coming in to do the development. But look, we could talk about that all night. Um, it's just an interesting thing. It's something I'm passionate yeah. about. I, I, I believe that Roscommon teams can, um, in the future, uh, and the players can have designs on winning an All-Ireland. Because at the end of the day, right, OK, you want to you play to win. Right, and you want to play to win championships. You want to play to win. Um, you want to play to win national leagues. So if you're playing, you as well want to try to play to win as, as just play to turn up. Yeah. Shane, uh, you won in All Ireland with Bridget's. Kevin and Liam were involved. I'm watching his interviews after matches, and he's nearly coming through the screen at you with excitement. Uh, compared to our previous manager who put you to sleep in interviews after the match. What do you see as his best points in terms of management? Having, obviously, you owe a lot to him winning All-Ireland. There's always going to be a bond there. Yeah, I'd have to say I owe everything to, to Kevin and Liam and, and, and Benny. Those overs. I mean, we, 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 owe them, we owe them such a depth of gratitude here. And, and look, at, 
it's a pity he wasn't with us three or four years old before and not not no disrespect to any manager that was there, but we'd have won three or four. We certainly won another all Ireland, if not two, with them. Um if Kevin had been with us. And that's the reality. I think when he got us, we were probably most of us were were it was our last run run to the well and we were full and, and it was either either get over it or or or, or, or fail. And uh, you look, Kevin was, was brilliant with us and and mean and and the bottom line is this, Kevin is very comfortable in his own skin and he's comfortable with what he says. He can back it up. He has backed it up in the past and he is an affable way about him. He's a very straight shooter, very straight talker. Uh, he knows the game inside out. He actually knows how to delegate, I think, as well, which is yeah. probably his biggest his biggest skill. Um, and it, by and large, I think once he sets out the template, then he trusts the players in many ways then to just go on and uh, and execute it based on the coaching that the coaches are doing. And if you look at the coaches he's, he, he's, he has put together, like we all know that Donny, Donny Buckley is probably the best defence coach. Uh, Liam is just a brilliant people person, very affable. And and then the supports around him. Rochford as well. Rochie is a great lad. You know, I had him above. He came up to actually saw such a humble man. He came up one time to um, a minor, um, oh, sorry, another 16 Roscommon LGFA meeting that a friend of mine asked him to. And he gave a lovely talk to the girls. Like, these guys can operate at any level. You know, and and I'm sure there's more behind the scenes as well. Even that, I know the lad from Belmullet, the name escapes me. Um, obviously, he's adding something as well and knows his football. So, Kevin is very comfortable in his own skin, right? He's not waffling, right? He, if the team play well, they play well. If they play poorly, they play poorly. Uh, he didn't get excited, you know, they lost the five point, five point lead to Armagh, um, you know. Aided and abetted by the man in the middle, probably. But he didn't he didn't get, you know, too perturbed about it. I think he knows where Mayo is at. I think he knows where Mayo can go. And um, you know, we'll have to see if that's going to be uh to the top. Uh I would hasten to add and I would counsel that I think it'll be very, very close. Yeah. What sort of um I I always I've brought this up in the last couple of weeks with a lot of guests, non-negotiables. Has he got anything that stood out to you when he took him in that there were absolute musts at training or within a team environment? What was his standout point from a from a management perspective that you probably took from him? Like you're in you're in the role yourself now. I'm sure you you picked up a few bits off him like any good coach would. Of course, yeah, we just turn up, you know, turn up and 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 play and and practice and practice properly. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's the key to it. And, and they set out any good coach. He set out a he set out a um, a framework for you to play. He set out a, a certain certain amount of guidelines. And within that, then you have your own flexibility to play. Um, yeah, he never had to raise his voice to any horse. He never he never um, he never you know he never kind of said well you know took a group aside and said that he wasn't happy with certain elements of certain things. It was always about how can we make it better. How can we do it better? How can you, and even, you know, I was an experienced player in my 40s at the time. You know, I learned so much from, from them with him. Uh, you'd from you'd want to have been, you'd want to be an experienced player if you're in your 40s, Shane, in 40s, fairness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you're, 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 you're still learning, you know. It was ah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I was training better. I was I was more prepared. I was, you know, I, of course, I was married. I had two kids as well at the time. So I'd, I'd probably changed a bit in 10 years. <laughs> Many would say, but maybe not either. But look at, and um, he, he was great, you know. He was, and he could just like we we were a team of 
ah, you know, you know, we some robust personalities in there with, with opinions, and um, we guys that have been to the top, you know, and we guys that played inter county, and we guys that, but we we hadn't really been to the top. We had our own heads, but we we hadn't won the All Ireland, and um, it's those marginal things, you know. I do always say to the lads, I'm coaching. It's it's the with your fingernail the difference but if you keep layering them and keep layering them and keep layering them well then that makes the difference and you know he used to talk sense as well he'd never go waffling on two or three points you get the points go up and execute it and um, lean would probably the more abrasive of the two you know but yet lean probably had a better relationship prob with the players in terms of he put an arm around the guy that you know kevin might just say look you need to book your ideas up um in, in a certain way, but uh, you know, they just they were they were Chelmaya and they really got on well, and they done. The, you know, as I said, we, we're always and will be indebted, and, and certainly, um, you know, the, it, it, my career and um, was finished off by by having the two guys involved and in in a great way, and and I always always uh, always be very very proud that, that to work with them and have played with them, and 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 I hope now that they can go on and. I'm winning all Ireland for me. Oh, you know, if it's not going to be Roscommon, uh, why not me? Oh, you know. Yeah. Well, well, that's another day's debate. But have you got any philosophies yourself now? You're 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 managing and coaching a while yourself. Like, have you? What's the what's the main thought process with a team when you take a team over? You go in the dressing room. What's the what's the first thing in your mind? Is it a style of play? Is it a what's the the culture you want to set in that group? Well, it's always to me. It's just relationship driven, you know. I think it's it's about understanding the individual, um, you know, many different like many different groups and many different teams and many different individuals, and it's understanding, you know, how they, how they're criticised within their own environments, within their own communities for their personalities, and and getting them to kind of frame themselves around that and, and to enjoy their football. And I'm very fortunate of it. Superb coach with me, Owen Mooney, and and Owen is originally from Fermanagh. He's Dublin's uh, games development officer, manager, and and uh, he's just a tremendous guy. And it really is relationship driven. Now, yeah. outside of that, you know, I you know, culture to me is a very um, it's a very abstract word. And really, in truly, culture is people. It's as simple as that. You know, people drive the culture. So if you want, if you want to be acting the goat, you can act the goat. It's the same people that like the goat, the more like the goat if the culture is right. And everybody is different. You just, you just have to get them to probably just enjoy, firstly, but then also build their ambition and and see can uh, they become, see can they reach the best they can be. And if that's within a team setting, then if the individual is is playing well. I always say the individual within a team is playing well and he's helping the team. So there's no I in team uh, that is, is, the, is the, 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 the general thought. I think there's, there's, there's 30 eyes in every team because every eye has got to do what he has got to do and his best. And as a manager and a coach, you're trying to encourage them to do the best and be their best. And, you know, not everybody, you know, sucks water all day or takes protein drinks or not everybody eats their carbs and not everybody eats the protein. Not fella likes a pint and not fella likes the, you know, not fella has to go away with the girlfriend for a weekend. And it's all part and parcel of it, you know, and that that to me is everything that has got to be managed in, in a team scenario. You've got to understand when there's a time for everything. And um, above all, you've got to support the players. You support the player, you get performances. Um, that's yeah. the key, to, and I think I think that's probably what I see with in Roscommon. I certainly see it in Mayo. And there's no fear. Uh, there's no fear of the players then of losing. Yeah, if you lose, you lose. It's within a certain context. 
you perform to the best of your ability. Some days you win, some days you don't. Uh, but if you're improving all the time, it's good, you know. Do you, uh, the the state or the Swiss, the current health of football in general now, in intra-county football, we're out of lockdown, we're out of, with a shorter season, with a condensed calendar, split season. What's the general health assessment if you were a vet? Would you, would you, would you put it down or would you, would you let it off into the field? I'd let it off into the field. I, look at, you know, we have a lot of people, I suppose, that have framed or tried, with two or three guys or four or five fellas who've actually framed the narrative of football over the last 20 years. And that narrative has been framed by a couple of, a studio and RT, by two or three guys. We don't, we don't need to mention them, right? Uh, and they just create a headline, right? And even the, the latest thing with, with the club championship was framed by a certain individual who went off on a tangent and blah, 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 blah. Right? Okay, so that's fine. That's fine. Okay, well, let's take the overview. The game changes. It, how the game is coached changes. Coaches change. Education changes the coach. Most coaches now are getting far more informed. They're looking at far more different things. They're, maybe 20 years ago, it was rugby and certain things in SNC. Now it's certainly soccer has a huge, huge influence on how tactically teams set up. Uh, personally, I look at an awful lot of ice hockey. I think it's fascinating how ice hockey actually works in terms of speed and dynamics around a small area. And it's understanding all that. And in invasion sports, it's nearly all the same concept. You know, so when they say 15 men are behind the ball defending, but yeah, but there's 15 men attacking as well nowadays. You know, see, I'm out there's 15 attacking yeah. with, 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 with um, ice with hockey, coming out. Ice hockey is renowned as well for the last, as the last couple of minutes, the goalie comes out or they get rid of the goalie and put on five or six players, whatever it is. Correct, yeah. And ice hockey is fascinating from a from a from a context of 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 um skill development and and and, uh, and speed development and even even team play and invasion play. So it is it is a fascinating game. And um, I know basketball then has 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 had its influence, and certainly there are things in basketball. But these are all it's all going to evolve. Yeah. And you've got to understand that that is the process. Um, it seems know, to be and, kicking the ball in now is the big thing now. That's what everyone's horny for is driving the ball in as if. We just forgot about how to how to do it for twenty years. It seems to be that we we're, we're coming round, or there's been a, a big change in the last three months with direct football, and but also an acceptance of putting the fifteen behind the ball when needed. Correct. Yeah, and again, you, you, that's that's what, that's that's the key word when needed. You know, and um, and um, you know, you kick the ball in in transition. When required, you know, you won't kick the ball when there's 15 v 15. It's nearly all it's a hand passing game inside the 45 meter line. But if you have, for example, the likes of Aiden on the on the 45 and they were quickly transitioning now and he's he's showing out in front, let the ball in and get the support off him faster. That means you have less people behind him that actually can defend it. So yeah. it, it's really all about context and the kicking game, hand passing game, you know, it's a myriad of both. Um, but the bottom line is don't have a fear of losing, no matter whether it's a kicking game or a hand-passing game, have no fear of losing and, and and give it your best shot, full of energy, full of enthusiasm. Most players now, Division 1, Division 2, they're all highly skillful. Right? They can all do certain things. But in some cases, you would think that the, it, the love of the game is actually coached out of them. You know, you, <laughs> It I, was, you, yeah. You, know, you can see some players, some teams there, just got... You know, they were afraid to make. They were afraid to make mistakes, Shane. Almost to make mistakes, yeah, correct, yeah. And, and and that's the freedom I see that Kevin has given given them, given me. Oh, they're going to make mistakes, of course. There and um, players are going to, uh, but I think you can see that they're they're enjoying their game. And, and to be fair, Davy Burke's the same with us. Um, obviously, Kerry, 
Look at when you have somebody like David Clifford inside, what are you going to do? You're not going to hold it back, you're going to give, you're going to give it inside, you know. And I think with Aidan O'Shea, he looks to be reborn, you know, he's a pep in his step. Um, it's great to see, you know, and and that's that's the sort of football we want. We want from from counties. You see, young Tierney with with um with Galway, um Shane Walsh when he plays with Galway, they're not afraid to let the ball go. Um, last year's All Ireland final, I think, was was it was it was a a great example of a, of a good flu game with a lot of kick and hand pass and support play. So if you have got the athletes, you can play you can play in a myriad of different ways. I just see some teams have the athletes, they have the players, and yet the they tend to play with the brakes on instead of letting the brakes off. And that down, is down to the manager and down to the coach. Shane, do you have a chuckle to yourself now when you see the likes of Eaton Rafferty soloing mm. up the field all the time? Uh, goalkeepers Raymond Galligan, <coughs> even Cullum Reap coming out for opposition kickouts. When you started that 20, 30 years ago, you're seen as some sort of crackpot that there's something wrong with you. And now everyone's doing it and they're being lauded for doing it. Yeah, look, look I, I just think it's great. You know, I think it's, the game has evolved. Obviously, uh, even when I was doing it, it was a different game that time, you know, in terms of, you know, I'm not saying I'd have to come out and probably beat a defender, maybe pass it to a forward and beat another defender and continue that way uh, until you were lined up by somebody to take the head of you. But um, <laughs> nowadays, like, you know, there's not, really, there's not really a lot of skill into what most of the goalkeepers are doing because... Most of the defenders and the forwards of the opposition team have backed back into the 65 meter line, anyhow. And if you take up the, you know, um, there's a change of the guard, obviously, in the old, uh, young Reapers in goal. Um, and, and I'm not sure sure uh, who, who the Rory Byrne, I think, is the substitute. Um, if you look at if you look at Rory Began in, in Monaghan, plays outfield, uh, Niall Morgan plays outfield. Shane Murphy plays outfield for Kerry. Ethan Ethan Rafferty plays outfield for his club and has done for for um for what do you call it for uh for Armagh. So many of those goalkeepers now are outfield players. That, to be honest, I was an outfield player in in uh, in Gaelic football long before I went into goal as a goalkeeper and played in kind of final ninety two actually gave me as an outfield player. So it, it does evolve, you know, um, and yeah, and it will evolve back again. Um, but I think the game probably the next movement in the game will probably be a, a rule change or something that that will uh, eliminate goalkeepers coming out. To uh, the extent they're, coming they're, out. they're changing the rules every. They're changing the rules too much now. I think they need to just settle on it for a while. There's just too much. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that. But I would like to see kickouts going back to. I would like to see kickouts going back to the small square or um, from maybe the penalty spot. I would like yeah. to see that. I think we would have a better, more dynamic game. But that said, I think the kickouts where they are at the moment, um, you know, you see presses, you see counter presses, you see drift presses, you see um, release presses, and all that type of stuff. So there's different, there's different concoctions within a particular match. And um, look, that's the way the game is going, and it will move again. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, you can see there's probably I think more stats now about longer kickouts, um, particularly when a team has been pressed. You know, vis-a-vis the pros and cons, the risk and reward of going long. If you've got a strong half forward line and um, somebody that can fetch fetch the ball, well, then why wouldn't you go long? And somebody, a goalkeeper with a good accurate boot on him, I'd be inclined to tell him to let it off down to the, the following 45-yard line and have, have a battle for it. We have a couple of quick questions here. Keith O'Donnell, are the Gunners going to win the league? 100%. <laughs> 100%. Chalk it down. Uh, 
I, I, I hope I, I think this year represents a good, a good, um, a good chance for them. You know, next year you never know. Arsenal are way ahead of where they should be, um, of where that where they would want to be. I think they've they've really stepped up. They're probably in their Arteta in their Arteta scheme of things. I'd say two years ahead, average age twenty three and a half. Um, for most of the season, they have added experience, obviously. Um, but City will be hard bet now. To be fair, you know, mm-hmm. I think City will be hard bet. But I think you know Arsenal have have. Ten home games left. I think if they win, if they win eight home games, um, and six away games, that's gonna it's gonna go a long, long way. What would you take? What would you rather, uh, Connor title for the Rossies or Premier League for Arsenal? Oh, that's that's a hard one. Now that's a hard <laughs> one. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Okay. I, I tell you what, I like, I tell you what, I like. I'm not really that concerned about Connor titles anymore because uh, I I just think there are means to an end. Um. But what I would like, I'd love to see Roscommon doing really well in, in the in the All Ireland Championship. The qualifying. I'd like, group, see them, yeah. I'd like to see them winning two two games and that maybe bring it to a third game. See, can we get into an All Ireland quarterfinal? Mm-hmm. I think that would be that would be really positive. Um, and then Arsenal to win the league and, along with the Champions League next year, and that'd be great. <laughs> you get too hard to yourself now, Shane. No. Um, I heard a story. Who's the better prospect, Shane, Keith Dyle or Ben O'Carroll? Um. Different players, I, I know. I think you were talking about two different players. Um, yeah. Keith Doyle, you know, as a midfielder, uh, doing really, really well for a young fella. You know, he's doing really, really well uh, from the Dominic's club. Um, very big and imposing. He, he'd fetch, he'd fetch the moon out of the sky. To be fair to him, he's, he's, he's that he's very good in the air. He's typical of the old style kind of midfielder, like the John Newton type um, player. Uh, hope if he can keep developing his game uh, in terms of of. Um, his retention of the ball going forward, been more dynamic going forward. Yeah, he's got he's going to have a huge career and a great last. Great to see young fellas because we need a couple of midfielders in the scum. And Eddie Nolan is out injured. Ulton Harney has gone on holidays for for a year and a half or so. So uh, they're big losses, you know. And Keith and Tiger Rourke, um, Tiger has been a great servant for scum and stepped back into the into the into the fold over the la- over the league season and and doing well. And um, you know, Keith is a good player. And you look at um. There's no doubt Ben Ben is uh you know he's he's different gravy. He's uh he reminds me of a young Simon Kilbride, Frankie Dolan kind of a, a model, you know, he can kick off four feet, uh put on the left, very skillful, um, very fast, has a great football brain. Um so and from the Bridges Club as well, and and um, you know, they're, they're great young talents. And I think uh, along with the likes of Jared Craig and one or two more, we have good young lads coming through. Um hopefully they can just be be, be minded. And be coached properly and be supported properly uh, throughout the next few years, and and, and uh, that'd be great because we've got lads coming near the end as well that have given the country an awful lot. So we need these young lads to to step in. Daniel Payne had a question in. I, I you know you don't have to answer it. Heard a story Shane once smeared Vaseline or something similar on the glove of an opposing goalkeeper during a pre-match handshake. Can he confirm or deny? I can't deny you, and I, I it's <laughs> matter of. It's a matter of public record, unfortunately. But but the goalkeeper was Alan Kane, um, who uh, who I know quite well, obviously. So from Galway, it was a college yeah. semi final in, in two thousand and three. Yeah, um, yeah, it was one of those things. Uh, fair oh, to say, John, John O'Mahony wasn't wasn't that happy about it at the time at <laughs> halftime. Uh, I, I wouldn't blame him either. Um, we had a laugh over that, you know, a couple of times after. You know, one of those things, you know, you, you kind of. Was it your idea, you or did some of the lads put you up to it, Shane? 
But I, I, I wouldn't like to claim an idea like that, to be fair. <laughs> our physio, our physio, our physio, Adrian Tully, was, uh, was very good at coming up with things like that. He played in goal with, with Roscommon Hurlers as well. So I, I always blame Adrian for her. But uh, to be looking at it, I have to be honest, I had a fair hand in it myself as well. Pardon the pun. You had two hands in it. Pardon the pun. Yeah. Biggest heartbreak, play, oh, just a few more before we go. Biggest heartbreak playing county football. Ah, I suppose you know I got sent off by, in uh, against Lund, New York in two thousand and one, and I I missed the, the Connacht final that year. So that was oh. a big disappointment. Um, you know, very big disappointment at the and, time. Um, a pity Jerry Lohan didn't miss it. <laughs> it, it was a great actually. It, was, it, it wasn't a big disappointment, but but that said, um, there was a great learning in it as well, and uh, it was a great night that night. I can tell you, uh, and <laughs> it was it was a super finish by the great Jerry. Um, yeah, and, and look at you know, I suppose one regret now. I'd love I'd love to be playing now. I mean, at that time, most of our career is back in the nineties, it was one championship match and you were out. Um we were the first team, I think, in two thousand one to actually win the championship and be beaten in the back door as it as it happened. We missed out in an Ireland semi-final and we played Galway again actually, ironically, in, in Castlebar and were beaten but well by them the second day. But um yeah, I envy the lads today, you know, geez, they, you know, they, you know, to say about social media and all that, but they have, you know, great pitches, uh, great support, you know, super, in most cases, a lot of really good coaching and strength and conditioning and, you know, all that stuff. And, and then more importantly, to get loads of games, you know, the seven, eight league games now, if you're successful, nine, ten, maybe, and, uh, you have minimum maybe five championship matches. So cheers like that. That's just brilliant, you know. Um, in our day, we didn't have that. But that yeah. said, we had we had uh, uh, we had a modicum of fun as well. Look, we we, we enjoyed <laughs> it, and and uh, we did enjoy it. We weren't that successful as common. Um, but in actual fact, we're probably our years from two thousand three forward as good as 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 years of winning the Connacht championships, um, and they were special years as well. But um. You know, yeah, it would it would be lovely to be playing now with, with so many games and the exposure that lads are getting. It's, it's just great. It's great. And I think I always say I'm enjoying it now because you know, the, the wheels rolled quick. You know, I, I'm 52 now. It doesn't seem so long ago. I was 32. And, and uh, in 20 years' time, you'll be 72 picking up the pension and, and um, it'll be all over. Yeah. Well, I wish you many more years, many more years of fun. And I hope the wheels are well greased and they keep going for you, Shane. Shane, before you go, Shane, yeah. one last question, Ref might like this one. Uh, ref is heading up to altar on Friday to get married. Any advice for married life from a man with two kids? <laughs> well, I tell you something now. I, I, but I always say to my friends, right? My, my first twenty-five years were were very good. They, they were, they were, they were, they were full of fun, you know. The next twenty-five, which included marriage and kids and all that. Were, were actually unbelievable. Now, I'm not so sure my wife would agree with that, but they were <laughs> unbelievable, right? Yeah. Now, so the next 25, the next 25 have just started. My two girls are gone to college and I just got a dog last week, right? Beautiful cockapoo. My wife said she wanted a cockapoo, <laughs> went out and bought it. Today I brought it for what I thought was a five kilometer walk and I ended up doing nearly 12. So I'm off on the 25, next five, next 25, which will bring me up to about 77-ish if I get there. Uh, and I hope I can go to, to make burdens in Castle Bear for many of those, have a few pints, have a bit of chat with the Mio lads and, and, and Roscommon lads and, and, and enjoy life. And, and uh, yeah, um, I tell you, it goes quick, but enjoy it and have fun. And, and uh, I think, look at the GA, look at guys, look, GA has been great, you know. 
Um, we argue and we fight and we 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 uh, we 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 uh, act the maggot and all that. But um, you know, you, you, you can go anywhere in the world. You can have a chat with anybody. Uh, you look, there's always there's one percent of an, an old Amadon everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, they might even say you're an Amadon yourself. But you look at uh, that <laughs> reason God. I don't. I don't mind. Um, so it, it's grand. You know, and um, we've we've had a great life, a great fun, uh, and hopefully lot more, lots more of it. And uh, I wish you, I wish you the best, RF. Uh, I actually wish your wife even even more more, <laughs> more of the best. Thank, <laughs> I, thanks. I, I, will, I, I, will, I will give you one one one. I, I a man always said to me, "Happy wife, happy life." Okay. Uh, that's that's the key. That's the key. So how okay. you keep her happy is is up to yourself. <laughs> I think think me all winning in all Ireland, Mike. Having one like, back with, uh, with, with Kevin Mack and, and Liam about winning it, and, and sure, uh, you know, great crack. Yeah, it'll give me another month off. Anyway, Shane, thanks very much for uh, for coming on. It's great chat. Yeah, um, appreciate it. Yeah, pleasure, all mine. I just leave you with the with the primrose and blue, right, Chad? Well, I get a picture of that. Yeah, yeah, I get a picture of it for later on. The video. No, I get it off the video. I get it off the video oh, later on. Primrose <laughs> and blue is there, and and uh, look at remember, we're going to let you win Sunday. But right. the ninth, the ninth, the ninth, the ninth of April is the big day. So actually, the day after my birthday as well, and. Uh, the day Liverpool play Arsenal, so hopefully it'll be, it'll be a double celebration for us. Have a good Brilliant. evening, guys. All right. Shane, do we give a guard of honour to the league champions for when you go out having won the league the week before? 100%, you do, yeah. 100%, yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> good luck. See you, see you. Good luck, fellas. Good luck. Now, you I'm just after hitting uh, record, and then you said, you said, what did I say? Put it into the chat box if you need to. Tell me what it was. We're just on Zoom tonight. So we have a different operation here in RF Towers. We had to get we had to get the Zoom in. So we're on it now. So hopefully the sound quality will be even a little bit better. Um we'll see. Oh, just after realizing someone messaged me about uh No, this is after. And that's you said at the start of the last one was before. What do you mean? How, I, I said this is the RF podcast. and Yeah, but then you said, did you not say it when you started? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't no. care anyone who's <laughs> a fuck. <laughs> I don't, do I? Uh, I don't think anyone is going to go tuning out right now after 50 no. minutes going, oh, it's, it's, it's the other way around. Um. So, and uh, there's an iPod being found. It's just come up on the phone and on Sportler. That it was thought to be in a mobile device. Bit of drama going on there about that, whatever that's about. It was causing consternation to the night riff. It was. There was a lot of, I think there was a different mobile, was it, that was found? No, I think this tournament. is the one. And what about Zoe O'Malley? Zoe as, has Zoe's got home safe and well. I'd say someone has a someone had a tweet up the in the question saying, Has anyone checked on the health status of Zoe's father? <laughs> He oh. might have been in the sport lot and he might have lost an iPod. Oh, there we go. The, the, the plot tickets. The plot tickets. There was a, was there any, there was something, a wedding ring was found or lost. And again? <laughs> Could be part of the puzzle too. Yes. But who even has an iPod anymore? It's not a thing you see much of anymore. You don't. Right? Your phones came in there. They took that away. Smartphones. Spotify killed the iPod. Um. I actually have I put an iPod myself now. I must have a route for a couple of them. So anyway, and uh, we just had Shane Curran on. 
we've uh, we're still in a current state of delirium that Mayo are doing okay and it's great and it's positive and it's you know people are finding it very hard for them to give out about which is unusual for Mayo but here we are we're in, we're as well enjoying another week of it will we beat the Rossies as another popular podcast would say we have Mayo fever <laughs> and we hope to see Mayo are back back Mayo are back back um I hate to talk that they might be doing a new pod um so hopefully they get back on be great to hear the lads back again. Um, a one question I, I regret not asking Shane was: Does you think that Kevin McStay will pull the handbrake? Hmm. I don't think he will. I do, I Ruff. I think it's let's go. Yeah, and I suppose with the new system, even if we lost to Roscommon in the fourth round of the championship, which I don't think we will, it's not the end of the world. No. Because there's a couple of really, um, there's going to be a couple of really good teams in, seeded in the groups. Previous, it's a, it's it's a look at the draw. You have to beat these teams anyway. Mayo, if they're, if they're going to, if they're targeting a quarter final or semi final, is their semi final is the goal? Then they have to be making, uh, they have to be beating the top four side at some stage. Yeah, parts and parcel of the game. Um, was a quiet enough crowd at the match. Quiet enough. There was very few Tyrone people. It was very subdued. I think we talked. We covered this in our Twitter spaces there during the week. And um, yeah, look, at us. we're kind of looking forward to us coming game. No name or team being named yet. I suppose it's only Tuesday. Yeah, the interesting point will be: Will Porrick O'Hara come in? Owen McLaughlin, I believe, suffered concussion with UL, so he couldn't tug out last week. So is his period up? Will he come straight back in? Will Killian get a start? Will Tommy Conroy get a start? They might rest Hessian. He looked, he got an awful hard hit early on, ref. But a minute into the game, he was wide open for the belt. And he was down, I think the physio went in twice to him. I thought he was going to come off. Um, so they may give him a rest. He's a, he has he did he play the first game? I don't think he did. First game, go back to the first game. First game was against Galway. Can't just think up the top of my head, ref. Don't worry about it. Do I have the um, program here? I do. I should the program probably just even isn't right anyway. Oh, he did start, he's down for starting anyway. Hessian, thought he started every game. Oh, maybe he has, yeah. So he's probably enough minutes, probably has enough minutes clocked up now at this stage. Yeah, I suppose with the short season too, it's something that they're going to have to take into account. Watch the load, is that the term? That's it, it's all about the load. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, Are you still uh, horny? Ah, yeah. It's just, it's the style of play that has me excited. Um, I just felt... The previous management team, their style of play, we just gone stale. And the new management, like Kevin is so excited in his interviews after the match. Uh, he's nearly excited to be the manager, if you know what I mean. Mm. He gives that impression. And he's very impressionable on the on the line. He, he, I've known, I've watched him. Uh, the the way he reacts and he actually talks to the backroom team as well, which is a big thing. He you know he engages with them, which is which is good. Like you know, it's a good sign. Yeah, um, I've said a good few times the word I use is liberated. Everyone, supporters, players, everyone seems liberated by the new regime. 
uh, all that said, we've won nothing yet. Um, it's a great start, but uh, we've met a Tyrone team that are absolutely fucking fucked. That they're fucking seriously fucked. Like I don't see that team getting things back together again. I, I, there's something seriously wrong there. It looks that it looks like. And we played a Kerry well. team that won for that are back training three weeks at the time and had the two best players, the two generational players left on the bench, and there didn't seem to be too much of an impetus to that game. And we drew the other two matches, but yeah. were. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not so much the results; it's the style of play that has people excited. I I think around the county there is an air around the county of excitement. There definitely is. It's not just us two lunatics. I think yeah. people are excited. Uh, the the ball the long ball in for me and is that going to work every day? No, but the one into James Carr, like you just wouldn't have seen that in the last four years. Yeah, we wouldn't have kicked that ball in. We'd have, run, we'd have runners coming off the shoulder. Aiden had been popping it. They'd run in twenty yards. They'd hit Turn the around. ball and then they'd come back out again. Yeah. So, um, that's yeah. why I think that there's excitement. I don't think it's about the results. Results in the league matches don't really matter. Stay up. That's all that matters. Yeah. But it's about to. It's about the way you're playing and with the condensed season. If you can build up momentum, it can carry into the championship. And if it's a new style of play, theoretically, week by week, it should refine it should itself. Better. Yeah. It should be. Should be. But the other teams are and going to catch up. And it has been getting better. Mm. Now, I think we're the fittest team in the country right now, with the possible exception of Derry. We are on the top of the ground. We're like the racehorse that has been primed for the derby. We are ready to go, whereas teams like Dublin and Kerry probably have a near the work done that we've done. Mm. But again, that's not got to do with the style of play. That's just, it's just yeah, conditioning. I, I think if they're happy, if the players are happy and they're playing with a smile and they're enjoying it, I don't think it's worth pulling the handbrake on it. No. I, I don't think they're going to use as much energy as they would if they had to force themselves for a big game. Or, you know, the way they used to have to go to the well and sometimes they'd really, really, you know, put the shoulder to the wheel with big games, and then the next game they'd have a a flop. I don't think that's coming as much this time around. Yeah, Shane talked a lot about soccer, or not a lot, but he talked a bit about soccer there. If you look at the influence a new manager can have, take Ten Hag with United, an operation that was failing for years since Ferguson left. He's come in, and you can see in the players there's a belief that he has instilled in them players. And that's what a new management team can do. They can turn things around very, very quickly. Yeah. Because uh, the players that may have been fed up with the last regime or yeah, yeah, yeah more the same, to have uh, a new management team now to impress, they're all starting off in an even playing field and they're all trying to prove themselves. So that alone it gives you a bit of a, a push on at the start of it. Time I always think the best time for new for management team to win in All Ireland is the first year. Yeah. And if you look at it in recent years, uh, first time management in club football are have been hugely successful. Do we think that um, like are we going to go all out for the last three games? And what about the league final? Then if we get to that league final, is Roscommon? What's going to happen? 
there's probably a bit of shadow boxing. And if there is, we'll win it because we, as Shane said, we have more strength and depth than the Rossies. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see now. Um, will we go into the questions and then will we get through them? Yep. A few? Have you the phone out there? Do you want me to get it? Uh, you can get it there. I'll yeah. get them up here. Yeah, I should have them here handy enough. Should be coming up in the oak. Um, some of them we've already answered with Shane on the show earlier, so there's no problem there with them ones. Um, few we couldn't ask. I wonder if you're seeing this one now from Trevor Nelton. Ask Shane what he thinks of St. Bridges, Jeremy Kelly wearing the green and red of Mayo. That's obviously an inside joke. Um, so we just go down. Best place to park on Sunday around Dr. Hyde Park in the Pine Casey's, I suppose, the big place where the buses park. Yeah. Sometimes no, I know I'm not going to give away my parking spot. Actually, no, <laughs> that's a good spot, Ref. <laughs> <laughs> Where I was up at, uh, I was up at you the last time you yeah. were. That was we, we that actually not... parked. We parked in the main street the last time. We did. It was a good spot. Yeah. We got out yeah. fairly handy. In fairness, yeah. we can get caught badly there now. Um, so thoughts on Jason Jock coming on as centre half back from Tom Beardy Tom. I was very impressed with Jason Doc after the matches. One of the big takeaways, he looked in super nick. Yeah. But again, Tyrone were a rabble by the stage he came on. Like the Jim O'Connor goal that highlighted in the Sunday game, he ran 66 metres without a hand laid on him. Yeah. If it happened in Tormy Cady last year, you'd have lost a note for him. Someone else would have too, I'd say, or they would have lost a head. Yeah. It wouldn't happen again. Uh, Andrew Jim O'Connor Loft is playing centre back interchangeably. Is that a word? The last day? Yeah. Yeah. There was a bit of that. Jim O'Connor was dropping. But Jock could play that. Jock could play that role. Jim O'Connor played that role. Jay Dark could play that role. Loftus could play that role. If they're all working on training and they're all working on it together, I don't see why. It's not the it's not rocket science, is it? To sit back yeah. and make sure that the full back line is covered and we don't have the ball. Um, Shane Cannon any update on the health of Zoe Malloy's father after he got home on Saturday night that's the one we covered already should Mayo go balls out me hollow Donald should Mayo go balls out to win the league or start the rest of the lads with a Connacht t- title the main goal we talked about this already like if they were to start the other lads you're still bringing in serious footballers Tommy Conroy yeah. Paddy Durkin Jason Doherty Owen McLaughlin uh, Owen Paul Towie Darren McHale Darren McHale I believe has picked up an injury riff Okay. And may be out for some time. And uh, Rory Brickenden has picked up an injury and could be out for uh, a, a pretty long length of time. Um, uh, I heard that of the referee in the Kerry match. He told me when we were having a few pints that uh, Clifford was booked for pulling him up when his shoulder was badly hurt. Big loss. Big yeah. loss considering we, the amount of players we have in the full back line as well. You know, yeah. we don't have much experience there, especially with no sign of O'Hara yet. Um, Danny Mann, the throw ins. Why do we change half the team around for a throw in? Will it not make sense to leave Edo at 14 for us and send the ball in if we didn't, if we did win it? Not often you get a one on one inside. Horny stuff so far, it must be said. The only reason I'd say Danny, uh, the field Aiden is probably the best person to compete to win the yeah, ball. Yeah, and he always has, win, he always has played that role. To, to win that ball, for to have possession from the throw in. If to leave him inside and don't have possession, he's no good in there. I'd say that's the thinking behind it. Yeah. Um, will it ever get less sickening losing an All-Ireland final to Tyrone? Owen Ford. 
yeah, that 2021 final will sting for a long time, Ref. Yeah, will we ever get over it? There's only yeah, one way will. to get over it, get under yeah. someone else. Yeah, we will. Yeah, it's a sickener. Um, I'm just looking for someone else that had a call out. It was on WhatsApp. I got a message today. John Moran messaged me. Question with the podcast, Ref, what will Mayo and Roscoe do if both reach the league final as regards team selection? Yeah, look, hard call it yet until we see if they are in it or what's the lie of the land. But if the two of them make a league final, I don't see them putting out their for, for strong teams now if there's a game a week between. And I have another one as well there from a man on Snapchat if we can find him. No. Uh, what's the name of that stats page, Ref? You know the one? Um... Half the stats and solos? Yeah. i seen uh, they had the percentages worked out based upon the fixtures and we are zero percent to be relegated. So we're probably safe already. There was a, was another thing done that no, we could have... up today. Yeah, I know what there was before the Roscommon game. There was another one done where we could actually still get relegated. Yeah. But a, series, a, a series of events. Yeah, I don't think that is no longer in effect from what went up today. But we shouldn't be talking about relegation, Ref. We're going to win in the league. We're going to win the league. We're going to win the FPD. We're going to win the league. We're going to win the Connacht Championship. Yeah, I, I must check with Paddy Power. He used to do a bet Dublin to go unbeaten all year. Yeah, Dublin, Mayo versus the rest. Yeah. Someone's going to clip that out now and make a prick of us and we get bit by someone, but sure. Ah, no harm be, it's no harm be... Um... You know my tongue was firmly placed in my cheek when I said it, right? <laughs> but that that won't go into the bit, it'll be clipped out. Yeah, yeah, and people can't see what, what we uh, what yeah. we signals we make during the pod. Um, Noel, Noel uh, a man working below in Australia, I asked him there for a second name. I met him in the lot mask in one day, he's working on the mines below in thing. Busiest man in Brownstown was looking for a, a, a shout-out, so... Noel, if you're if you're listening, which you probably are, and uh, how you know, keep 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 it up below. But uh, is there anything There's else? There's good now? money in them mines. There is. Send a bit back to us, Noel, will you? We're stuck for a few pounds. Um, is there anything else in the now? The weekend, we... ref. What do you expect? Um, I expect Mayo to win. Yeah. I expect them to win. I hope they win, but if they don't, it's not the end of the world, and we just have to be realistic about it. Bear that, I think we're good to go in there. We can wrap it up. I think yeah, there's not a lot, lot more to discuss. discuss there's, there's Kelly Cup fixtures out now. There's Camorra's fixtures out. Certain Mayo fixtures come out today. I seen. She's slowly but surely coming out of the ground again. Mayo club football. And a managerial appointments during the week, Ref. Tom Kilmaine, Flynn. Tom Kilmaine, Flynn, yeah. Uh, Tom Flynn took over Kilmaine. Um, Pat McNicholas is back in the hot seat in Kilchama. I think he's back a couple of weeks now. There was no press release, but I believe he's back in situ. As far as I know, Bel Mullet may be the only club yet to appoint a manager in Mayo. Yeah, I hear there. Are they getting Real, close? They're looking at no. They, 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 <laughs> they cannot get anyone. Like they cannot get them. They cannot get anyone to take the job. 
And this is a team. It's a senior. In oh, right. This is a team was in the county final less than two years ago, Ref. Mental, isn't it? It's mental. Yeah. It's just the location as well. I think it. It just. It just. A even if you location do, it is, Ref. If even if you do throw the money at it, it's just probably some people just don't have the actual time to travel. Do you know? It's 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 very unfortunate. Yeah, I did get sorted. Everyone always gets sorted in that. I, I Kilchamon might never have a team. Is that is, is there? Is, is well, the, there's a good they're struggling with numbers. Great and, and yeah, transfer and and they have, they have a few difficulties. But they have a job on this year now. They have yeah. a fuck. But hey, if there's one team, will you be there, backing against them in the first round of the championship, Ref? No, ah, uh, we'll see you know what the how they do in the league. We have to see what bodies they mm. have available. We'll have to go down and have a look at the new stand that's down there, and the pitch is the other way. Yeah, it's another new thing for Kilchma changing the pitch around. That's you don't see that happen, happening too often. Huge job done in the saucer ref. All the trees all around the pitch are gone. Just oh, yeah? one year too late. I spent half my year last year stuck in the trees, getting balls out. I think that's the reason John Stagg brought me in. He needed someone to fetch the balls out of the trees. <laughs> so they're all gone and they're draining the field as well. So there'll probably be no football in Hollymount for a month or two, I suppose, while well, them drains are settling in. But uh, Will they play all their... by, it's very open now. It's uh, the can they can they play in Caramore? Do they play in Caramore though? The Caramore pitch would be available to Hollyman Caramore, yes, Ref. Great to have that facility. Yeah. I was um, in that pub, that pub beside it. Fords. Fords, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely Guinness. Okay. I had three really fast ones in there one evening on the way home from summer. Caramoris, was it? Lovely little spot. Great crack with the box inside. Uh, where where is the spot to stop for stop for a pint on the way to Mulrani Ref would it be Nevins? Nevins, yeah. You could have one there yeah, it's between Newport and Mulrani, yeah. Yeah, that'd be my spot on Friday morning. Yeah, you skip the, the nerves. Skip the mass. <laughs> I don't think I'd be allowed to skip the mass, Ref. No, no, either will I, unfortunately. Hmm. Um yeah, that's it now. So, so uh, complete dedication to the cause, folks. Ref is not taking a honeymoon. He's going to be available to discuss all things Roscommon next week. Yeah, Tuesday, anyway. Maybe Wednesday, see how I am. But yeah, I'll be here for a pod next week. And will there be a Twitter spaces, Ref, for live from Tour McCady? Uh, what time is the match at? Quarter two. Quarter two. Yeah, you'd be just getting well oiled. It might be a good time to get you on. I might. I might. We'll see how I feel. 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 Never know. Yeah, the hurlers and the ladies both lost last weekend, Ref. The ladies were ahead for most of that game. Yeah. And then, smashing grab and then was it, yeah. yeah when I left the house I was going to the match I was like that's a dead cert now that's over uh, after you telling you to put the wedding money on Dublin yeah yeah but um, yeah the ladies now are in a little bit of relegation trouble they'll need a couple of wins over the next few weeks to stay up and uh, I think Galway is their next match and Galway are flying at the minute so not a simple task for the ladies to stay up and the hurlers need a couple of wins and hopefully I'm hoping the bookies priced this one wrong and Mayo will be my bet of the week in the hurling this weekend 
they're at home to Monaghan and they've allowed in their last game. So if there's a mistake made and it comes up at even money, I'd be ploughing in, ref. <laughs> now I shouldn't have said that before the price went up. I've yeah. 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 But anyway, they might make a mistake. They don't make money. No. Someone's job is on the line. But I'm sure if they do, you'll take full advantage of it. Mayo Herders to win the weekend. Lock of the week. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um yeah, not a lot else ref happening, I don't think. Um I hope this saves and records this whole thing now that I've It'd be heartbreaking if it didn't. Well, there's one thing for fucking sure. I never recording it again. <laughs> Hundred and fucking eighty euro off the year for fucking Zoom. We could want to fucking record. Uh, right. It will. It will. Right, Enda. Ref, the, the best of luck on Friday. There's no up Mayo. It's up our Ref and Zorka. <laughs> up Mayo. Good luck. Good luck.